Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. In every neighborhood, there's one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. That's the tagline of Wes Craven's classic reverse home invasion horror film, People Under the Stairs. It's a line that instantly makes his bizarre and depraved film resonate with an audience. The framework of making the ludicrous premise relatable as if something this violent and depraved could unfold in your neck of the woods gives credence to literally putting the viewer into the character's shoes. The film isn't set in a castle in Transylvania, it isn't set in an abandoned amusement park, it isn't set in hell. It's set in a normal neighborhood that you've either lived in or driven by. The film's ability to hide an improbable scare within a very familiar neighborhood is something that is at the core of The Owners, which is currently streaming on video on demand. Few subgenres have as much potential for unique scares as reverse home invasion thrillers. Films such as The People Under the Stairs, Intruders, or Don't Breathe are marketed on their flipping the traditional power dynamic of a home invasion on its head. These films empower perceived victims and antagonists, blurring the line of who the actual protagonist really is. The audience knows this flipping of the script will occur, they just don't know the particulars. And for as darkly demented as the owner's is, getting to those particulars takes some time. Directed and co-written by Julius Berg, the owners follows a group of wannabe gangsters who bite off more than they can chew when a simple burglary escalates into something else entirely. Maisie Williams stars as Mary, a woman trapped in a dead-end relationship. Her burnout boyfriend Nathan, played by Ian Kenny, has been talked into another get-rich-quick scheme by local gangster Gaz, played by Jake Curran, and their dim-witted friend Terry, played by Andrew Ellis. The job is straightforward enough. Break into an elderly couple's country home and crack their safe. Though it doesn't take long for Mary to become an unwilling participant when the situation escalates into a violent kidnapping, which leads to these misfits learning they aren't the actual ones in control of the situation. The film isn't shy about letting its audience know that there's more to the situation than meets the eye. The film's narrative's driving focus revolves around uncovering its secrets, which are shrouded in mystery. It begins with elderly couple Ellen, played by Rita Tushingham, and Dr. Huggins, played by Sylvester McCoy, being terrorized. These supposed victims seem off, though the viewer initially can't quite put their finger on why. An uncomfortable atmosphere of violence and purposeful deceit permeates throughout the first act of the film. This makes the audience's wait for the revelation of characters' true intentions to be a nerve-wracking affair. Watching this elderly couple's determination and their unwillingness to give up their safe combination, despite under the threat of dismemberment, is about as big of a red flag as there could be. We wait in anxious anticipation of the reveal of their steadfast determination to undermine their captors. The first act is very much a tense standoff between captives and captors, as both sides attempt to manipulate the other into submitting to their will. This is primarily fueled by the fantastic duo performance of Sylvester McCoy and Rita Tushingham and Jake Curran. McCoy and Tushingham's portrayal of a secretive but seemingly sweet couple drives our early on investment. They're portrayed as being so at odds with the gangster's brash and threatening demeanor that you can't help but feel for them. For a while, at least. Considering Maisie Williams' prominence thanks to Game of Thrones, I was surprised at how poorly her character was utilized in the film. She's often reduced to a simple reactionary character who largely looks past signs of warning in favor of living in the moment rather than being proactive in uncovering the secrets of the home. You could essentially replace her with any other actress and their impact on the film at large wouldn't be all that noticeable. A surprising shining star is Jake Curran who's especially effective in his dual role as an enforcer and master manipulator knowing just the right buttons to leverage his posse. Though, as the tables begin to turn on those in power, we learn that words can be deadlier than any weapon. 
The film's standoff phase is tensely elevated by Paul Fraser and Vincent Welch's score. The score matches every spike in even brief moments of reprieve from tension until the next shocking development presents itself. It complements the film as it fuels a seemingly straightforward situation with fear and uncertainty. For as strong as the owners begins, it's slightly undercut by a middle act that becomes bogged down in needless mystery. This discovery phase takes far too long to reveal what the viewer already knows going into the film, that the sweetly innocent-seeming Huggins are absolutely up to no good. Far too much time is dedicated to Mary, ostensibly the most intelligent character of the group, brushing off red flag after red flag until it's far too late. We know where things are going, and the lull in getting there is tiresome. However, once the Huggins lay their cards on the table and their facade ends is when things turn hellishly memorable. The film aggressively escalates into a deadly game of cat and mouse confined to this lavish country home's halls. The house is transformed into a prison from which Mary cannot escape and must do the unimaginable to survive. The tonal shift switches the film's earlier mood of a tense standoff into an adrenaline-pumping fight for your limbs and life. As the big reveal occurs, the film's widescreen perspective shifts to a smaller 4.3 aspect ratio. Now, I'm unsure if this is due to a particular screener the studio provided me with, but I found it incredibly affecting. The aspect ratio tightening just as the film explodes with violence gave it a chest-tightening claustrophobic presentation. I felt as if the walls themselves were closing in around me, the idea that the Huggins' home was slowly but surely consuming Mary and myself. It really capitalizes on the already terrifying predicament of an elderly knife-wielding couple chasing you around the house in gas masks as tear gas fills every room in the house. Though, once we reach the film's conclusion and the chase scene ends, the widescreen aspect ratio returns to normal, as it were for the majority of the film. Whether or not this was an intentional directorial decision or a result of an unfinished preview screener, it made my experience with the film's violence very memorable. As far as reverse home invasion thrillers are concerned, the owner's mystery is a brazenly disturbing and weird one, paired with a sudden and satisfying gut-punch ending. Pair this with an equally frightening fight for survival mostly makes up for the film's underutilizing Maisie Williams and its laborious middle act. The film does enough right that it'll please fans of the genre as well as fans of films such as Don't Breathe, Intruders, or People Under the Stairs. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.